Welcome to the podcast that is all about self-employment. We'll be sharing expertise on getting started, getting noticed, and getting it right, as well as dealing with getting it wrong. Your host, Julia Kermode, will help you get ahead so you get the success you deserve. Welcome to today's uh, podcast. I'm really pleased to have with me um, Martin Barnes, and we're recording a trilogy of special episodes which are all about how to enjoy pitching, which is obviously a large part of working for yourself and, and getting kind of more clients on board. And so, little bit about Martin and I'll let him add to to the intro in a second um he's he's um he's a crocodile wrestler (laughs) and a pitch coach who provides um coaching and consulting to help businesses and startups and he's got a really impressive list of clients and he's written uh conference talks uh chief executive conference talks created investor slide decks developed brand stories and much more so it's really worth checking him out on LinkedIn so welcome Martin thank you for joining me today my pleasure, Julia. It's really nice to be here. Excellent. Excellent. So today we're, we're doing the first of our trilogy of three, and we're going to be looking at your mindset when it comes to pitching. So um, I know that kind of, well, just selfishly from my own perspective, I always hate pitching. Um, and, and I think our listeners may possibly hate pitching. And I think programs like Dragon's Den um, don't actually <laughs> help that that mindset. So if we want to change how we feel about pitching, how how can we even start to do that? Fantastic question. And, you know, I've been there as well. So for a mm. long time, I had uh, a lot of anxiety about pitching. And I didn't enjoy it, especially when it was about myself and my work. I felt a lot of pressure and a lot of stress. And I think it's actually the wrong, totally the wrong way to think about it. And we were actually born to pitch. Every single human, it's in our DNA to, first of all, listen to stories, be the audience of a pitch, and then also to tell stories. And a story I tell myself is that this all started way back when we were nomadic tribes of cave people and we existed off the land. We were little communities surviving the seasons and cave paintings to Mm. me are the world's first ever PPT slide. Okay. Okay. Now I like that. I really like that. So, so it's been around forever then pitching. A hundred percent. Like I I haven't done any academic research on this, but it's really just a story (laughs) I tell myself when I look at cave paintings, you have images of animals, you have images of landscapes, you have little figures, you have people putting their hand and, and sort of creating a self image And I look at that as the first sort of entrepreneur stroke startup stroke founder stroke creative. Somebody Mm -hmm. had a message they wanted to communicate to the tribe about survival, about hunting, about where the next meal was going to come from. And if they just went out willy nilly without any planning, they wouldn't succeed because they wouldn't know what each other was doing. And so when I look at those cave paintings, I'm like, it's it's a it's a slide from a corporate presentation. It's a slide from a sales deck. It's somebody saying, this is what we need to do together. Yeah. And if we don't do it together, we're going to fail. So it's problem okay. solving and it's communication. So I kind of imagine like the torchlight and like two people stood in front of the, 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 the image on the wall. The, the, the rest of the community huddled around listening and they're telling <laughs> stories and going, 
this big animal with the big tusks and the lots of hair that runs in a herd. We need one of those tomorrow. So yeah. you're really good at running. You're going to sort of move it in the right direction. You're really good at throwing the spear. You're going to go in for the final blow. You know, you're the really strong guys. You're going to drag it back to camp and you're the person who's really good at like processing it. You're going to help us survive. And everyone went, okay, I know my role. <laughs> I know what I have to do and I know why we're doing it. So mm. that to me is a fantastic way of sort of saying, <sighs> pitching's just about communication and about yeah. having a problem in front of us, having an audience that wants to deal with that problem and making sure that you're communicating it in a way that people can take action. Okay. Okay. So, so in other words, rather than get het up about, about it, it's just a means of communicating then. Yeah, exactly. But it has a performance. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because within arm's reach, if anybody who's listening right now looks around them, they probably have a laptop, a tablet, a phone, a telephone, yeah. a TV. We have all of these devices around us. So information is not the problem. Okay. Mm. It's what we do with information and how we process it, understand it, share it, receive it, and what we do next. Yeah. And there are loads of people in this field of pitching, presentation, storytelling, coaching, a lot of people come up with the same sorts of advice because they've had similar experiences that ultimately everything is a pitch. Mm. And a big pressure that we put on ourselves is the pitch we're telling ourselves in our head about our own ability. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, the things we tell ourselves about our own ability actually is probably a big hurdle for, for some of us. How do we get past that how do we how do we convince ourselves that not to listen to to what we're telling ourselves if that's not too confusing a <laughs> question <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not at all no I mean the voice in our head is the one we carry around with us 24 7 mm. and it mm. sees our weaknesses it sees our flaws it sees our vulnerabilities and it's the loudest voice yet it's often the most destructive yeah. And we, we give it, we need it, but we give it too much um, priority. And yeah. by over, you know, making it too important, it stops us getting in the way of what we really want to try and achieve. Um, yeah. And so it's, it's a bit like deciding to get healthy or eat better or, um, you know, build new habits. You've really mm. just got to start. And that sounds so easy to say. And I have so many things that I'm struggling to finish. And mm. I think everybody finds things easy and everybody finds things difficult. And, you know, there's the cliche of move out of your comfort zone. It's a cliche because mm. it's true. Um, mm. You have to just embrace the moment. And, you know, I often think, again, like I love telling myself stories. Not all of them are productive and useful, but... <laughs> you don't communicate your ideas they sit they swim around your head like a goldfish yeah three second loop and they nibble away at your brain energy <laughs> and it's exhausting and if you don't share your ideas they're just hundreds of goldfish swimming around your head and they bump yeah. into each other they get in the way they oh, it, it, it's just a lot of cognitive effort to keep them all there but as soon as you start pitching them sharing them uh, mm. you know letting them go they grow so the fish aren't tiny little goldfish in your head they start to become bigger sort of carp or whatever the fish name is but you can let them grow by sharing them and pitching them and presenting them and being proud of that 
Like mm. there is nothing better than having an audience who's giving you non-refundable attention and they want to hear what you have to say. And so I'm, I'm like, enjoy that moment because, yeah. you know, whatever you're saying to yourself in your own mind is really not the case. It's, we, 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 we kind of beat ourselves up for no reason because of the potential mm. risk. And really there is no risk. The only risk is your idea yeah. is not getting anywhere and you're not meeting more people. You're not expanding your business. You're not um, collaborating, learning. Um, mm. One of the things I've learned recently is the more that I present, the more feedback I get. And the more feedback I get, the more reflective I can be. And I can stop replacing the looping goldfish in my head of negative <laughs> speak and start to bring other people's fish into my head. And they go, oh, actually, yeah, I can, I can build on this. I can grow. And that mm. doesn't happen if you don't pitch. Um, and True. I want everybody to enjoy pitching because... If you don't pitch, you, you're just running on the spot and you're not growing. Yeah, yeah. And I think something that's helped me um, uh, in kind of recent times is that people, the audience, want you to be successful. So whether, whether it's whether it's a one-to-one -one pitch or whether you're kind of doing something in, a, in amongst a group of people, but people don't want to see someone fail at this stuff, do they? Absolutely. You've nailed it. The audience is there because they want to benefit and they want to see you help them benefit. Mm. They didn't feel a benefit, they wouldn't be there. So, you know, if you're on a call with somebody and they want to talk about potential business, mm. they're there because they think this half an hour, this 40 minutes is going to be useful for them. If it wasn't, they'd go and do something else because yeah. our lives are crazy busy. We, we should be doing a hundred other things, yet we've made this a priority. So I want it to succeed. I want that person to share convince me persuade me put me in the center of their solution so i can see how time with them will be a benefit yeah and i think it can be quite hard um to to kind of convince yourself of that and one of the things that i've struggled with before when doing any sort of presentation is because i don't enjoy it um i would just want to get it done <laughs> as quickly as possible and then i'm not giving myself the best possible chance of success so if there are other people out there who who are in that kind of mindset of i just want to get it done and over with and and talk to too quickly or whatever how can how can people like that kind of pause really i mean any any ideas as to how how they can do that you you gave us the answer it's about pausing <laughs> yeah slowing down um the more you it's like a a pitch is not a sprint you mm. have to start fast to catch the attention of your audience but you don't need to sprint chaotically through the whole thing because then you don't enjoy it mm. the audience doesn't enjoy listening they just get confused and feel a bit sorry for you because they're like why mm. are you just calm down breathe mm. relax enjoy this time together because we're, we're ultimately working to the same goal so it's really a case of saying don't sprint like an out of control ah i just need to get <laughs> yeah because you won't feel any better when you get to the end because you'll just be there going oh god i did such a bad job oh no i really mm. shut up and oh they don't like me and they don't want this and they don't want that and it's like again if you were in an in-person meeting at a networking event and you just started talking to somebody and they were like talking really fast and they were kind of fidgety and hectic <laughs> and, and just be like whoa i'm gonna go and find someone else to talk to 
you would sort of yeah yeah exactly want to be in this moment with them and mm. it's exactly the same i mean when you talk to someone in a networking event you're pitching yourself yeah um, yeah and so you know everything's a pitch when i have i have two daughters two three-year-old twins everything's a pitch like okay will you get up now no oh come on darling let's go get up okay you wear this i want to wear what she's wearing she wants to wear what i'm wearing i don't want this breakfast i do want everything's a negotiation and everything's a pitch and i have to put them in the solution and talk to them in a way that they see the benefits and the values of whatever it is we want to try and achieve because we're in it together mm. and you know whether you're talking about what to watch on netflix with your partner or where to go to eat dinner or what to do on a sunday afternoon you're both got different ideas you're both proposing them and you're both hoping that your idea gets picked or that the other idea is presented in such a way that you go i didn't think of that i can do that and you do it yeah yeah so yeah we, we don't have anything to fear about pitching because we we're born to do it we love stories um we love telling stories if we feel comfortable. And I think the mindset issue is just making, how do you make as many situations comfortable for yourself as possible? Mm. And when they're comfortable, you're in control of how you feel. And then that yeah. really influences how you present and pitch. So one of the things that really resonates with what you've just said for me is this whole thing of everything's a pitch and you're doing it all the time so don't get hurt up over over something you know it's just normal and I think that's that's really helpful and um the other thing that is helpful is you said about your own experiences and when you reflect on stuff and if you reflect on things when you felt comfortable then you can know that you can do that do that again does that make sense 100 percent. yeah I mean, one of the best tips that I suggest to people is we've all got phones and they can all yeah. record. So whenever I'm pitching or doing an interview or speaking or practicing, I record myself because okay. um, I can. It's free. It's like a swipe yeah. and a tap and we're recording. Um, and then you can listen back. And the first few times you listen back and they call it game tape. And it's a bit right. like on the sports shows when you've got the panelist of experts and they kind of zoom into like a kick of the ball or a, or a volley or any sort of micro movement and they analyze mm. it. You now have the capacity to look at yourself, listen to yourself and evaluate and assess what you mm. do right. So you can double down on that and make it amplify it and make it better. And then also look at what was painful and go, oh, I'm not going to do that again. But at mm. least recognized it. And you can see it and you can feel it. And so the next time you're not going to do it again or you're going to do it less and you're going to be intentional about making it, uh, moving it away from you or bringing it closer if it's a good thing. Um, yeah. And listening to yourself for the first time is painful because yeah. the voice you hear in your head is not the voice that comes out and bounces around a room and mm. goes into someone's ears. So you're kind of like, that's not me. <laughs> oh my God, I don't like, I'm, I've got such a deep monotone voice or, you know, I, I use lots of filler words or I, um, mm. I don't sound confident. Well, now, you know, <laughs> and <laughs> then you can just say, okay, well, which one of these am I going to work on first? And then what can I learn or who can I talk to that's going to help me push those down, get rid of them, smooth them off and then celebrate what works. Um, and so I would, I recommend everybody because you have the tool right in front of you to yeah. change your mindset through quantifiable evidence. 
and you don't have to tell anybody. You don't have to share yeah. it with anybody. It doesn't have to go on LinkedIn or YouTube. You don't have to go, look how <laughs> terrible I sound. Keep it super <laughs> private. And you know that it's the thing that you're working on and it gives you power because you know that you're grabbing it rather than it kind of grabbing you and you're, you're lifting it away rather than it pushing you down. Yeah. Yeah, I totally, totally agree with you. And just on that, hearing your voice for the first time, it is awful. And I've been doing these podcasts for, for a little while now with my own experiences. Oh my goodness, do I really sound like that? And I'm umming and ahhing, but it's it's there, it's recorded. And, and you know, the podcasts are out there for, for everyone to, to listen to. So, you know, um, I completely know that people who do record themselves for the first time will have that experience, but you've got to get beyond that. And you, if you don't get beyond that you are missing the opportunity to benefit from listening to how you are um, and make those changes that you want to to kind of improve so I absolutely completely agree with you um and I guess so how many episodes have you done how many podcasts have you released well, I have two podcast series, one um, that we're on today, which is all about self-employment and one that is empowering um, agency workers. So it's temporary workers. So and I've got um, about 20 episodes of each so far. So that's 40 episodes plus two trailers. Um, so so I, I'm kind of used to hearing my own voice now and it has changed how how I feel about things. Um, and, you know, standing up in front of groups of people, I know I tend to um and ah and, and what have you. So I try not to do that. And that that I've learned just by hearing myself. 100%. I mean, when you get to, let's say, 100 podcasts mm. and you go back and you listen to episode one, you're going to be like, oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah. And then you I, I, I don't go back. <laughs> no, you don't have to, but you, you can. Yeah. And then you know that when you listen to episode 100, you're like, that's much better. I can really yeah. hear the confidence, the experience. And it's like step by step, episode by episode, minute by minute, you're improving. And and yeah. I always tell people, you're always working to your next pitch. So yeah. you will have good ones and bad ones. It's 100% the fact of life because we are human. Uh, yeah. But by not embracing that next challenge, you're never leveling up just a tiny percent. And there's some thing i saw on linkedin the other day it's like one percent improvement every day compounds to be some crazy amount of like three thousand or thirty six thousand percent improvement wow because one yeah. percent every day is compounding 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 and you know we were told that at school we tell our kids we tell our nephews and nieces <laughs> we tell all these young people we forget to you know reinforce it for ourselves that it's just a bit of daily effort yeah within and i think i mean i was going to ask you what people can do to boost their confidence but we've probably covered that a little bit or is there is there kind of more that they can do i mean for me i guess it's about experience and kind of knowing that you are improving um but also the other thing that really resonated was what you said about everything being a pitch and so the more you can have that mindset the better um and all of those things must then improve confidence absolutely well there's two things Mm. i'll really share so to improve how you physically feel with your voice you have to do warm-up exercises um, and wake your body up so if you just go from statically sitting in a chair looking at your laptop to presenting you're going to warm up in front of your Mm. audience so the first the most impactful moment is going to be where you're warming up when you should actually be totally limbered up and ready to go 
Um, and I'm not going to give too many tips on this. The only tip I'm going to give is to go and search Jimmy Cannon okay. on YouTube. But he's a friend of mine um, and he's a voice coach and he helps people with public speaking and find the power of his, okay. their voice. And he's was a jazz singer for 20 years. He's a performer. He's been on TV. Um, so Jimmy Cannon, he's a super nice guy. Um, and he has so much about how to get rid of stutters, how to get rid of your ums and ahs, how to find the power of your voice. And it's not just through he's read somebody else's blog post, but he knows about all of the, the like the medical terms mm -hmm. of the bits in your throat and how you need to warm them up. So check out Jimmy and he will really help people a lot. Um, and then to add on that, I would say that having a series of rituals, okay. mm. how do you get ready? So do you, what kind of margin do you have before showtime? Like when you're on a Zoom call, you know, are you set up 10 minutes before the scheduled call? Are you all plugged in? Is everything charged up? Do you have your glass of water? Are you sitting in a comfortable chair? And are you doing the same thing every time? And getting onto autopilot so that you know that when the, the, red, the red light goes record or the people turn up that you are ready to go because if you don't have those rituals every the anticipate the anxiousness yeah. just compounds away and you start feeling really bad and again you're warming up and settling down in front of people when you should be doing that before so rituals and habits and they can be simple they can be complex uh, they're personal. Mm -hmm. You don't need to share them with anyone, but you just need to make sure you do them the same way. Yeah, everywhere. yeah. Um, I I really um, uh, get that as well because um, I've I've turned up to give presentations and something's happened and I'm not in the best frame of mind. Perhaps I'm in a rush. Perhaps I've got stuck somewhere, got lost even on way or, or whatever. And you just don't give yourself the best chance. And why would you do that? So yeah, completely get in place these these rituals and and give yourself the best chance of, of success um I, I completely love that time has really flown because we we want to do three short episodes so have you got any final thoughts to finish off with enjoy pitching love it <laughs> well I'm not saying I love pitching by the way but enjoy pitching totally so we will um call it a day there for now on mindset but just for our listeners so they know what's coming in our trilogy we're also going to be discussing storytelling and visuals um so do tune in to the next um, few podcast episodes. And thank you so much for joining me, Martin. My pleasure, Julia. It's been super fun. Thank you for listening to All About Self-Employment, hosted by Julia Kermode. For more information on today's discussion, please visit iwork.co.uk, where you can also join our growing community. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you did, then we would love you to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast. We'll be back at the same time next week.